Welcome, everybody. We're Gia and Carlos, and welcome to Split Screen. Uh, we don't have intro music for this week because we didn't really think about it. So, uh, if anybody's got recommendations, just hit, hit us up. Okay. Uh, so, but we have an intro voice. Yeah, we that's do. a very handsome voice. Oh, you're making me blush, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, we're, here we here we are at split screen with Gio and Carlos. Uh, we're a nerd group. I would say, right? Nerd group, nerd duo. Uh, yes, yes, we are a nerd duo. You, you know, uh, the word split screen, we kind of connote that we're going to be talking about video games only, but uh, really, we're not going to just talk about video games. We have other pop culture stuff, uh, maybe some news items here and now. Uh, you think something political down the line, maybe? Yes, yes. All right. Yes. Oh, well, if you're listening, thank you for listening. You know, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> okay, exactly. so I guess let's start off this podcast, right? And let's get into our first topic of the discussion for uh, today. Uh, so that What would could be, this topic be? <laughs> you, you and I prepared this, so we already know what this topic is. We don't know what each other's answers are for this topic, but, you know, it's going to be interesting, I think. So our first topic for tonight is uh, what are your top five video games? And so you want to do a count off like you do one, I'll do one. Actually, yeah, that's actually a good idea. So only one game per franchise. Yes, of course. All right. So let's kick it off. Number five. What's your number five, Gio? My number five is actually X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse. That's a uh, this is a there, dungeon right? beat-up. No. Yeah, I, I've kind of so thought... So you play as the rest of the X-Men cast, Cyclops, Wolverine. It's actually... The roster of the team is uh, both the Brotherhood and the X-Men, and they're all teaming up to fight uh, Apocalypse. Man. If you've played Marvel Ultimate Alliance, it's kind of the same formula. Where you level up, get skills, and then solve puzzles together. Back right. in the day, that was the that was the jam. So it's a you pretty just go to your friend's straightforward house. game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Pretty straightforward. Just, in terms of story, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's uh, but, it's more it's of a, a nostalgia factor game. Oh wait, so there are cutscenes yeah. in between levels? Yes, yes, there are. All right, so pretty straightforward beat 'em up game. Uh, why is that your number five? I used to play this a lot with my brother and best friend back when we were kids. I would go to my friend Leon's place. He has a multi-tap on the PS2 to make four players play. And the three of us would just play. And it, it was awesome. All right. I think starting from that off, we're, we're going to start seeing a very big difference between our styles of gaming. Because my number oh, five is Infamous 2. A single-player only game. <laughs> oh man! So, Infamous Two. Uh, it's a PS3 game, a PS3 exclusive actually, and it's yes. It stars this guy named Cole McGrath, who's got electric powers, and it's really awesome. You, he's if you played Infamous One, he gets these powers from a nuclear bomb, 
Like he's the only survivor of a nuclear bomb that's that goes off in his city. So Infamous 2 kind of draws from the story of Infamous 1. There's a big conspiracy as to why uh, he gets these electric powers. Actually, he gets them from his future self. Like his future self went back in time here and set off the bomb to give him those powers to prepare him for an even bigger enemy to come in the future. And that's where Infamous 2 starts. You're facing off against this big bad already who's going to beat the heck out of you. So the whole game is kind of just becoming stronger through getting more power. So now you don't have just electric, now you have ice and fire powers, depending on whether you're good or evil. So good powers is ice, evil powers is fire. And it's really, really good. Uh, Evil powers is like electricity, right? Yeah, electricity is kind of just like the default, but uh, the ice and fire are uh, exclusive to whether you're playing good or evil. Nice. And it's really good. Uh, The karma system's kind of dated. Like, it's really not... uh, It's really kind of just... whether you're going to help somebody or kill them instead. So that's really just how the karma system works in Infamous. But the powers are awesome. Uh, the bad guys are really fun to beat up. And the evil powers, are they look much more cooler. Yeah, they are. Uh, in fact, I really like the evil playthrough more because the powers are a lot more useful. Uh, you can steal health because of your evil powers. But uh, of course, you got to play it once good, once bad, right? So yes, of yeah. course. Infamous two, really good game. Play it if you can. All right. So if you have a PS3. Oh uh, yeah. If you have a PS3. If you have a is PS4, it on PS5? Like, can you download it from the Play Store? I don't believe so. Uh, I think it's just a PS3 exclusive. Like PS4, I think you're limit. PS4, PS5, you're kind of like limited to Infamous Second Son. And the DLCs of oh. Second Son. So, Second Son is the third game, right? Yeah. In those installment. Yeah. Don't get confused. It says second, but it's the third. <laughs> second Son, but not really, but it's the third. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, interestingly, Second Son, he is the second born. Like, he has an older brother. So, I guess that's why he's Second Son. Oh. I don't know. Uh, that's I'm just okay. making that, that, that right makes now. sense. Okay. Damn you. <laughs> I don't know if that's what the developers meant, but like, that's like what happens in the game. He's the second born, so. Uh, either way, infamous franchise, really good. Play it if you can. Uh, PS3, PS4, and then Second Son is probably available on the PS5 through PS4 games. Yeah, can't play PS3 games on the PS5, unfortunately. Uh, if only they did that. Yeah. Everyone would want the PS5 even more. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And especially if you could play like the even older games like PS2. Speaking uh, of, I will, iffy there. I, I, I will talk about PS2 games later. Uh, not in my top five, maybe in the honorable mentions. Anyways. Hey, uh, for me, four, yeah. my number four, speaking of PS2, it is a PS2 game. All right. What is it's it? It's called Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Deadlocked. All right. I love Ratchet and Clank. Classic it's a platformers. Third person shooters. 
Yeah, and, third person shooter platformer game. Yeah. Exactly. And it's uh it's one of the games in the franchise with cooperative play. I'm not so sure about the other games, but this one is really nice. Since the uh, second layer, you play as Clank or yeah, you can yeah, yeah. customize your uh skin. So there are like special skins like Jack, if you remember. There's another P- PlayStation game. Jack and Dax. Called Jack. Jack and Daxter. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, that. And I don't know. I just find it really uh, amazing for a game of its time. So you're like this gladiator and you have to do these, um, these challenges and you have to fight certain, uh, certain bosses. You have to clear certain stages. It's really nice, especially when you have a cooperative partner to play. So if you notice a trend in my list, it's put, it's put a co-op play. It's it's meant to be shared with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and for this one, it's, I it's I played it on PS2. And yeah, it's another nostalgia game for me. I right. would use the shotgun. My friend would use the submachine guns. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. just do challenges together, co-op, and just. Me and my me and my pal versus the world. You know, it's I think amazing. that's that, that's one of the things that uh, you don't get with PC games. Uh, the really good co-op games, like there are really good co-op games on PC. Don't don't get me wrong, but like yeah, being like physically there because you have to really be physically there to play co-op for PlayStation Xbox games. Uh, yeah. That's I, I think that's what adds value to co-op play on those older consoles. Even for some current-gen consoles. Even for the PS5, I think there might be. But PS5 is more in single-player now, right? And online yeah. play. Yeah, that's the thing also. Uh, more recent uh, multiplayer games, they're not really going the split-screen route anymore. Uh, and that's what I kind of miss about older games, like all the split-screen games. I mean, shout sure. out to our podcast name. Yeah, split screen. Hey. Uh, like, really, the only th- bad thing about having a split screen game is that you can all cheat on each other. Like, hey, yeah. I know you're Comes here. At- I'm I'm going I'm to shoot you there, man. All right. I know where you are. Speaking of, speaking of a split screen game, let me bounce off that for my number four. My number okay. four game is... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Now, Yo. I could have chosen yeah, that was... the first Modern Warfare or the third Modern Warfare, but MW2 is the game that me and my cousins played the most during sleepovers. So this is the game that's like got the perfect balance in our opinions because we're like, we're kids. We were, we were what? Uh, probably... 12 11 at the time of the release uh so we're just playing call whatever call of duty comes out and this is what happens to be the best call of duty at that time and yeah the multiplayer my god so you start off with like the spec ops missions because we want to be teammates first and then you go off into competitive multiplayer and that's when we all start hating the heck out of each other because like now we're gonna cheat. We're gonna, we're gonna look at each other's screens and try to kill each other <laughs> when we least expect it. 
and MW2 has the best map in all of Call of Duty, Rust. Rust! Of course. So MW2, mostly for the nostalgia value also, but also because Rust. Rust exists. Rust is the best map. If you play Call of Duty Mobile right now, you love Rust. It's on it's on mobile. Yeah. I know Nuketown is, but Nuketown is also really good, but Every time you have to sell the difference, 1v1 rust me, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So that's number four for both of us. What's yeah. your number three? Entering the top three. Uh, yeah, top three. This it's is going to be really good. kind of a shonen weeb type of game. Wait, it's called... Uh, I'm going to guess this. Weeb game. Okay. Said Persona. No, hell no. Oh. That, that's uh, that's that's too deep. I, I'm not that level yet. No, it's actually Dragon Ball Sagas. Okay, another fighting game, right? This isn't a fighting game. It's a oh. it's a beat 'em up. Okay, it's a co-op beat 'em up. So here you play as Goku and the other Z fighters. You play through uh, the the story of Dragon Ball Z. And what's amazing is it's it's also co-op. And yeah, and that that's seems like one to be the, the trend for qualities. your games. Exactly. Co-op game and or nothing. I th- that was the first time I experienced the whole Dragon Ball story as a kid. Because back in Abu Dhabi, where I grew up in the Middle East, we didn't really have the anime channel, Animax. Is that what it's called here? Uh, yeah, Animax or uh, maybe if you're, I think GMA or ABS was the one streaming the Filipino versions of anime. Tsunami or something? No, no, no. Tsunami was English. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, okay. it was one of it was so there's that. ABS or G- GMA streaming in Filipino. Anyway, so there's yeah. that. And the only way to really watch anime or Dragon Ball specifically back then was to pirate it. And I wasn't so good with piracy back then. And, and isn't piracy illegal in Abu Dhabi? Like, it's, it's more, illegal more, everywhere. Yeah, but like more strictly enforced, I mean. Uh, back then, nah. nah. Now it is. But like, who's, who's, who's going to get hurt? No one. So I never really experienced the whole Dragon Ball storyline as a kid. So I discovered the whole Dragon Ball story through this video game. And a couple of years later, when I was in college, I downloaded an emulator just to play it again. Oh, I don't know. There's just something about playing as your favorite Dragon Ball characters, going Super Saiyan and beating the hell out of people. With a friend, of course. With a friend. With a friend, of course. Beating people with a friend. Sounds wrong, but uh, feels right. (laughs) And also, I used to take out my anger on that game because as a kid, I was really a a wuss. I would run away from fights. So I was just angry at uh, other people and I would take it out on video games. Good outlet. Good outlet, yeah. And that's why it's my number three. 
All right. Now, back to my number three. Uh, no more co-op games from this point on. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three for me. I, I had a difficult time kind of choosing between this and my number two. Uh, but this, I think, was a better choice for number three for me. Uh, that would be Skyrim. Skyrim, yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Five. Elder Scrolls Five. So, I didn't play it uh, the the year it got released. It got released December twenty eleven. Uh, I wasn't playing it yet. I played it, I think, in twenty thirteen, like way late. But by then, all the bugs had been fixed by software updates, and I think it was the best time to jump in and play because now. I can experience Skyrim as bug-free as possible. and The way it was meant to be. Yeah, well, you don't really get a Bethesda game without bugs. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Skyrim, I think, was the best in, the ter- in terms of giving you options to play. Uh, like, I remember there were days I would just spend eight hours on the TV uh, because... I was going through a dungeon like two hours long inside a dungeon because I was just sneaking around, knifing people in the back instead of like going (laughs) head on all warrior style with a double handed sword. So I would go around like one handed dagger, stabbing people in the back, uh, running away, uh, cloaking myself and then bow and arrow. So those are the days that I like, like, you know, it's really fun to play Skyrim because of all the choices. Uh, it's not like current games like Cyberpunk or anything that all the choices kind of make a bigger difference in the story. Because like the story is really simple in Skyrim. But yeah, uh, you get choices in the way you want to play a game, in, in playing this game. So you want to climb a mountain, there's typically a real straight path to uh, climbing the mountain, but you can also take a horse and like climb it the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> How would that look? You know, horses don't follow gravity in Skyrim. Like you can, you can literally be at a 80 degree angle and the horse will still kind of run up the mountain. Uh, so, so you those get speed kinds of running, things, climbing a mountain. Yeah, uh, of course, it's safer that way than going the typical way because usually the typical way like, you'll find trolls or uh, skeletons or droggers, which are the zombie enemies in Skyrim. So you're you really have so much exploration you can do in Skyrim. Now, I'm disappointed in the fact that uh, interactions aren't as strong in this game like you can't really uh you can't really expert out you can't really do one thing and then it will affect another big thing in the game like in my next few entries you'll see where interaction becomes more important for the video game experience but like i wish in this game you could like have a let's say oil bomb and then throw it and then shoot it with a fire bolt. You can't do that. Uh, there's no interactions like that in Skyrim. And I feel like 
if they can do that in Elder Scrolls 6, that would be the best game of all time. But since they can't, they don't have those interactions in Skyrim, I'll stay in number three. Uh, really good game. Lots of good choices. Uh, lots of bad choices too. But overall, really solid. Okay. Okay. So it's a what year was it released? 2011. 2011. 2011. 2011. One year off. Yeah. But I mean, for that something that was, was made in 2011. The most memeable game. Oh, yeah. With the all memes the bugs that too. came out of that game. And all the, and all mods. the mods. All the mods, man. Thomas the Tank. Thomas the, the Tank Engine dra- Dragons. Uh, uh, there's this one wrestler who turned himself into a dragon because of the modder. Uh, Randy Savage, I think. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, okay. Number With two. that, I'll enter my top three. Number two, actually. Number two? Yeah. Uh, number two. Yeah, number two. Sorry. Uh, my number two is Divinity Original Sin 2. So this is a RPG game. It's like a, it's a turn-based RPG. Turn-based RPG. Okay. Uh, you don't see that often anymore. Yeah. And it's very hard to pull off. But for this one, if you're into like D&D or, or just RPGs in general, and like if you are willing to come at the time, this game is an amazing game with regards to uh, game mechanics, choosing your character, rolling your character, and just story-wise. So it's from Larian Studios. Okay. You play as, you play as four adventurers, and then you just discover this whole fantasy world. Uh and what's the name of the fantasy world? Wait, let me Google it real quick. Yeah, so while you're Googling, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, you said turn-based. Uh, is it like yes. isometric or is it a third person? Uh, like isometric meaning like the original Fallout or Baldur's Gate. Uh, what kind Baldur's of- Gate. Baldur- okay, so it's... An isometric game also. Yes. Uh, and like, how, how do you do the rolling and everything in, in Divinity? So for every, there's a mode that makes you play it like Dungeons and Dragons, like uh, rolling for this. And then you have a chance to be, let's say you're rolling for sneaking. And then there's also the specific, I don't know how to call it. Just a regular uh, movement, like the, something like Diablo, and then okay. yeah, I was thinking more Diablo actually until you said uh, turn-based. So I was like, okay, so it's not like Diablo. So you move around, and then when you get into combat, that's when it becomes turn-based. Okay, yeah, so definitely so, like the original Fallout games. Yes, it's like yeah. Baldur's Gate, like or, yeah. Baldur's Gate is also similar. Uh, I've played the original Fallout game, so 
it's kind of like what you're describing right now. You kind of just move around as you please, and then uh, when it goes into combat, it's turn-based. Uh, so, what what else about this game? You and four other people. Okay, so adventure it's and discover the world of Rivalon. Rivalon. It's a game. yeah. It is a co-op game, and it's a, it can be up to four players. And it's pretty awesome if you're willing to give it the time. And the developers made the Baldur's Gate 3 recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the success of this. Oh, and Baldur's Gate 3 was made because of this game. Yeah, and the franchise were really iffy on choosing which developer to make the game. And after they saw the success of Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, they trusted them to develop the game. Okay. It's pretty nice. All right. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Larian, Larian Studios, Studios. Uh, Divinity Series, and then now Baldur's Gate 3, uh, which is currently in... Uh, Early access. Were you able to get early access to this game, to Baldur's Gate Three? Yeah, I have it. All right, I have it. Uh, I just don't so have far? a party to play with. <laughs> oh, this is the this is the bad thing about co-op cool. games. All right. Uh, now I guess I gotta tell you my number two Top game, two. Uh, and that would be Dishonored. Uh, have you heard of this game? Is this the fighting game? Samurai oh, versus no. Knights? No, no, no. Uh, so Dishonored is by Arcane Studios. A-R-K-A-N-E. Uh, so this game, you play as an assassin. Uh, and it's a first-person game. So first-person stealth action game. Yeah. Uh, you play as Corvo Atano. So you're playing... It's a fantasy world. It's not... It's not a real place, like most of these anyways. Uh, so I don't know why I just said that. Uh, so this place, uh, I forget the name of Dunwall. Dunwall, that's the name of the city, uh, is being struck by a plague. And you, as the royal protector, you were the royal protector. Uh, you were framed for the murder of the empress. And that's why okay. the name of the game is Dishonored because you were dishonored because you were framed for this murder. Uh, and what you can do afterwards, after you're framed, is take your revenge on the people who framed you. And uh, so you're given this really cool skull looking mask and you can do many upgrades. Uh, you can give it a telescopic lens and everything. Uh, you can upgrade your sword and get many different runes. So you have magical powers also. Uh, you have a power to blink. What's a stealth Skyrim? In a way, yeah. Uh, it can be like, it's not an open world. It's a really linear game. Uh, okay. It's a bunch of sandbox levels. So uh, I guess open in the way that uh, you're not just forced to go one route only, but 
uh, not open in the sense that you can just freely travel between areas. Anyway, yeah. so you have multiple magical abilities like blinking, which is teleporting. Uh, you can also summon rats, which are the cause of the plague. Uh, you can summon a wind blast, slow time. Uh, I forget the other powers, but uh, you can see through walls, if I remember correctly. And That's a nice assassin move. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember the last few abilities, but uh, so this game kind of reacts to how you play. Uh, if you play it messy, like leave a lot of witnesses, uh, kill without thinking about uh, who sees the body, uh, do lots of evil deeds, basically. You change the ending. Uh, and also the reverse. So you can also hide bodies better. Uh, don't kill if you can. Non-lethal uh, ways. Yeah, non-lethal. So you have many targets also. And you can deal with these targets differently. You can just straight up kill these targets. Or there are non-lethal objectives that you can accomplish so that you can take out these targets. like. One of your targets is a brothel owner. And what you can do to him is knock him out and send him to the mines that he operates also. So he becomes a slave worker in his own mines. So those kinds of things, uh, you can do those non-lethally. And my God, the interactions in this game are really good. So like, like I was saying a while ago for Skyrim, uh, this game kind of solves all the interaction problems that I sorely missed. Uh, so like you can throw a grenade and then wind blast it yeah. towards an enemy so that it goes further. Or if an enemy is throwing a grenade at you, you can wind blast it back at him. Uh, okay. So it's very interactive. Yeah. And then like, uh, remember I said that he has a slow time ability. Yeah. So let's say an enemy is shooting at you with his gun. You can slow the time and steal the bullets and then put it in your own gun. It's a, so, really, it's a lot. The, yeah, the interactions really. Uh, when was this game made? Okay, uh, if I remember correctly, it was 2012? 2012 or 2011 that it got announced. Dishonored released shortly after E3. Okay. Uh, so Dishonored was released in October 2012. So, yeah, really good game. Uh, PS3, Xbox, PS4, Xbox One, Windows. So you can play it on Steam, I think. Uh, this game and Dishonored okay. 2. Dishonored 2, you play as either Corvo or his daughter. But I think Corvo still got the better moveset than his daughter. He, his daughter has different magical powers. Uh, but yeah, play the game. Uh, Steam. If you can. Okay, okay. I'm uh, look it up. All right. All right. And, now, and here we go. Number one. What could these room, games be? For my number one pick. Oh wait, wait, wait. Should we go number one first or honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. All right. Yeah. I've got three honorable mentions on my list. I have. See, I'll give three also. I was going to uh, give two. No, no, no. If you only got two, just give the two that you thought of. 
Uh, so honorable mentions and what you like about it. Quick summary. All right. So you go. Most recent game that I played, uh, Breath of the Wild. I really love uh, Breath of the Wild. I've not been a Wait, really it? big. Uh, yo, am I here? Yeah, yeah. Most recent game that you played. Okay. So most recent game that I played for honorable mentions is Breath of the Wild. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a really a big Legend of Zelda fan. Like, I like the series. Uh, I played through Four Swords. I played through Ocarina of Time. Uh, I played Link to the Past, I think, or uh, Link Between Worlds. I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, but Legend of Zelda, really good game series. It's just I wasn't such a big fan of everything. But then Breath of the Wild came out. And truth be told, I only played it this year. Uh, it was released three years ago, four years ago, yeah, 2017. So four years. Uh, and I only got a Switch now. So I only got to play Breath of the Wild recently. And my God, it's really good. Uh, not good enough to beat Infamous 2 for my number five spot. But uh, if you really like puzzle games, if you really like the, those interactions, just like... Uh, just like the other games that I'm mentioning for the interactions between game elements, Breath of the Wild is really good. Uh, that being said, still, still just edged out by Infamous. Uh, my second honorable mention is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, yes. You bought this last year, right? I did. So I also played through it pretty quickly. I, I think I only got... 50 hours on Wild Hunt. Uh, really, really fun monster slaying mechanics. Uh, it took a while for me to get used to the whole switching between dodging and parrying and using my signs, which are the yeah. magical abilities of the witchers. But after I got used to it, I was really slaying uh, enemies left and right, except for the hold guards the guards just uh, level up with you and they're really tough uh, but i don't think you're really supposed to be causing that much chaos inside the towns anyways uh so yeah uh witcher 3 wild hunt really good and my last uh honorable mention is a game back from the ps2 era ape escape 3 ape escape yeah, so the premise of Ape Escape is there, there's this guy who makes helmets for monkeys to make them smart. And these monkeys go around messing up places. And Ape Escape 3, uh, the premise is you're all in a TV studio. And you're, the monkey mastermind is trying to control the minds of everybody by messing up uh, TV signal waves. And you have to capture these monkeys with a net. And it's really, okay. really funny. It's a really funny game. But it's really fun to... Well, it looks... It nice. looks fun, yeah. It looks like a... Yeah, your typical PS2 game. It, but it's really good. I wish they could port this over to PS3 or PS4 or PS5. Like, come on, please. Give us more Ape Escape. Uh, but yeah, Ape Escape 3. I think if you find it on the Play Store, 
No, I don't think so. I, I, I've tried, uh, but Ape Escape's not on the, on the PS Store. Oh man, that sucks. Sony, okay. if you're listening, Ape Escape, please. Yes, please. And please sponsor us with PS5s. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be like that. For, for my for my honorable mentions, the first two games uh, I'll be saying are from the PS2 as well. All right. And the third game is a PC game. Okay. So uh, the first game, Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh. You can maybe Final Mix or just the regular Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh... Not that much of a difference. I'll be honest, I never really played through the Kingdom Hearts series, so uh, I, I know nothing about it. Uh, I just know it's an action game. Okay. It's an RPG game. Uh, it's an action RPG game. It's a hack, a hack and slash. And the world is Final Fantasy, literally Final Fantasy plus Disney. So you, so you play as this guy this anime protagonist Final Fantasy character called Sora. And then okay. you adventure with Donald Duck and Goofy across different Disney worlds. So you can go to Beauty and the Beast's castle. You can go to Cloud's house. You can yeah, fight Sephiroth. That, no, you can that fight part Hercules. I know, uh, that it's Disney and these other characters. So, And it's amazing because... It adds everything from your childhood. So if you're into Final Fantasy, it adds that in, along with familiar faces from Disney. So Mickey Mouse, Belle, Princess Jasmine, Simba. And it was just really nice. It was, it was my introduction to RPGs because I was very familiar with the characters. The only thing I had to learn was the RPG element. So you just played and enjoy the story. It has a really nice story. Uh, kind of too shonen anime for me, but it's nice. All right. Now for my number two, I didn't have the opportunity to play a lot of Smash back in the day. So okay, and I, I the see next best thing, going. the next best thing is Digimon Rumble Arena Two. Oh, I thought you were going. Oh, right, you're saying PS2 era. I was thinking you're going to yeah. say Smash Ultimate from the Switch. No, no, no. So, Digimon Rumble Arena Two takes all of the Digimon and then they put them in an arena. So it's either you knock them out or you deplete their health bar, and then every time you hit somebody energy comes out as orbs and you have to collect that when you collect a certain amount of orbs you just press r1 and then you digivolve that was so awesome as a kid so you'd go from what agumon to war greymon yeah war greymon and then you just spin around with your tornadoes and it's so awesome my best friend my best friend leon and i we just played that days on and days on it was like, we would just like put 
two of us versus uh, two other people because only up to four players can play. Okay. So it's a two of us versus two CPU. We play it every day for hours and we never get bored. All right. We try different characters and, you know, we never get bored. Now, for my final game, for my honorable mentions, this is a PC game and it's called World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. All right. This is an MMORPG. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What luck. So I would say that this was wow at its prime when it wasn't too much pay to win and there was kind of some balance and you didn't need to grind as much. And it was fun. It was a game of its time. I played this online. I didn't have the money to play legit. So I played in like private servers, but it was fun nonetheless because the community was... They're really nice, and they tried supporting it with with premium items. So if you spend money on this item, it's mostly aesthetics. If you spend money on these aesthetics, uh, it will go and help develop the server. So I played this along with my brother, along with my sister, not Bella, but my older sister. So it was the three of us were on one guild, we're all reading. It was really, really fun. And I, I was really OP back in the day because I I really farmed my ass on that game. Uh, okay. It was really nice. Were, were you playing Death Knight class? No, no, I wasn't. I was playing the Warlock. Okay, and and uh, for any WoW fans listening to us, if there was no Death Knight back in... Wrath of the Lich King. Please don't hate me. I don't play Warcraft. So uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> there was Death Knight. <laughs> okay. So at least I was correct about that. Uh, Death Knight there was in Wrath of the Lich King. I played through Hearthstone. Uh, that's, I think Hearthstone was my introduction to the WoW series. Like as a deep lore dive the into the WoWverse. Uh, I, I knew about WoW before, but Hearthstone was the one that really pushed me into the wowverse but uh hearthstone's got its own problems now so i don't play hearthstone anymore yeah. uh anyways i don't play blizzard games much yeah blizzard uh they kind of messed up in the last few years yeah diablo come on what's that mean um, you were the chosen one you were yeah. supposed to stop the sith not become them Supposed to release Diablo on PC, not on mobile. Not on mobile. That Do you guys said, not have phones? That being said, uh, Diablo Immortal, oh, we're still waiting. Blizzard, what's happening? Exactly. Uh, anyways, let's kind of use our anger to move on to our number one, like the most soothing, the best. What is your number one game, Gio? What is it? My number one game is, drum roll, Tekken 6. Tekken so this six. was the, the party game. I was, I've always been talking about co-op games and playing along with your friends and facing the world together. But this game, 
you fight your friends and all of you would just gather around the TV and then you guys are just playing and then there's so much hype. Oh, this guy hit him there. Oh, he cheated. He's always going for low kicks. And then you just lose. And then we do change the loser. And then you see the kid in the corner crying because he keeps losing. And then your mom will tell you, let him win, let him win. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I will destroy my opponents. Okay. Show no mercy. This kid's four years old. Second six. Show no mercy. I love this game. Uh, this was on the PSP. And PSP and it was also on the PS3. But yeah, yeah PSP was also fun. Yeah, so I remember going up to Baguio with my cousins. We'd have our PSPs, and then we'd uh, link play Tekken 6 together. Uh, I remember I'd always yes. play Miguel. Miguel was the best character because he had that almost one-hit kill move that took too long yeah. to trigger. But when you do trigger Steve it... Plus four forward. Uh, yeah. Uh, Miguel was one of the best. Uh, I think my second favorite character was Yoshimitsu. Uh, oh, the samurai. Yeah, the samurai. I, I, I didn't really choose him because he had a good moveset. I just chose him because he looked cool. No, he looks I mean, cool. That, that, that's what you do when you're... That's what you do when you're uh, 12 years old, right? You just choose the oh, ones yeah. that look cool. So, uh, Yoshimitsu... Or if you're into girls, you pick the girl. Uh, the one who does the capoeira. Oh, yes. Christy. X-Circle, yeah. X-Circle. So, yeah. Uh, those characters. Really, really fun. Oh, and the PSP version, if you didn't get it legit, you got to the emulator of the PSP. Yeah. You could get the cheats and you could uh, play as the boss characters like Azazel and yes. uh, the giant robot. So oh yeah oh yeah that was uh, that was messed up yeah uh, so that, that was so broken so you know you know playing competitively with your cousins using those characters also <laughs> oh, really good annoying annoying but fun yeah as but hell. fun and remember we're all in Baguio doing this so uh, you you don't really have anywhere we to run to away do to but play you, and you can't run away exactly. because because then you get lost in Barrio. So you, you got to suck up the losses that you, that you got in this game. Okay. All right, your turn. What's get, your number one? Of, get out of that closet. You, you're supposed to play me until you win, loser. <laughs> okay, uh, my number one. And I don't think this is going to be shocking to you. Because uh, I talk about it quite a bit. Uh, my yeah. number one game is Metal Gear Solid. Of course. Metal Gear Solid 5. Now, I was, I was so torn between this Metal Gear Solid 5 and Metal Gear Solid 3. Like, I think Metal Gear Solid 3 had the perfect story for Metal Gear. Uh, yeah. But Metal Gear Solid 5 took all the expectations I had for stealth action because I played through all the Metal Gear games prior to this. So MGS 1, 2, 3, 4. And then Metal Gear Solid 5 comes out and it's got all the elements that I remember, except for the fancy camos uh, that that happened in Metal Gear Solid 4. You, you don't have that 
uh, stealth camo that changes to the color of the environment. Background. Yeah. Uh, but that, you do that was have, so nice. But you, you have... Face camo. You, no, there's no face camo in MGS5. Uh, in 4, do, in 4. Yeah, in 4 there is. In 3 also, you also have those camos in MGS3. But MGS5, you have the best way to sneak around, uh, which is uh, through environment and interactions with the environment. And, and this is, I think, the peak game Okay, I sorry, I lost you. And this is what? And this is, I think, the peak game for interactivity with the environment. Like, uh, I could go and uh, there, there's this like one mission that, that I'm supposed to set off uh, an explosion in a radar base. But if I already did that prior to yeah. starting the mission, uh, and then I start the mission. I don't have to blow up the raider base anymore. The game already knows that I blew it up. And they and then Kazuhira Miller, who is their operator in the in the game, he'll radio you and say, Oh, you did it in advance already. Congratulations. You're I guess mission complete. So, <laughs> so you have those kinds of things happening in the game. You can sneak up to an enemy, uh set a C4 on this enemy, knock him out, uh, and then put a hot air balloon on him, and then use his body to blow up a helicopter. Yeah. When you, when you set it up correctly. So you set a C4 on the guy, you float him up, and then when the helicopter comes near the body, blow it up, blows up the helicopter. See, so all these interactions happening in this game, like they're all perfect and the game reacts to you. So if you go mostly at night, so you can speed up the game. Like you can change the time that you operate your uh, game. So you can play in the morning and then play in the evening. So uh, if you play mostly in the evening, the enemies will react. They'll start carrying more flashlights around. If you start doing too many headshots, they'll start wearing helmets. If you start, uh, doing too many body shots, they'll start wearing body armor. So those kinds of things, man, it's just really awesome and makes you really think about how you're going to play the game next and how you're going to take advantage of all the other elements happening in this game. You can go into a porta potty, play a play a sound that sounds like an enemy uh, pooping. And enemies won't go near because they, they hear the pain of like all the poop in the recording. Oh man. So that that kind of thing, man. That's how you sneak around in this game. Uh, or you can uh, you can also set off an explosion elsewhere. Everybody's going to go start investigating that explosion, and then you sneak in the easy way. So many ways to play. Misdirection. That's why I love this game so much. Now, I hate the story. It wasn't the best MGS story. But my God, if it was the best gameplay. MGS, best gameplay, definitely. Yeah. If it had the best story, this would be the perfect game, hands down. But perfect game in terms of story, MGS3. Okay. All right. So, so that wraps up top five. our 
top five. You know, I thought this was gonna be a lot shorter than we actually recorded. I thought really? we would have time for more topics, but seems like top five was all we had time for today. Playing games that are sometimes out of the genre that you like, you'll you'll suddenly discover things that you want to play. Like yeah, yeah, of course. Like right now, I bought a game on my Switch called Ghost Runner. Uh, it's a platforming. Uh, it's a platforming game, first-person perspective, yeah. and it's really out of the. Uh, it's really out of the element of games that I play because usually I like to take things slow in like games, which is why I like yeah. Metal Gear, which is why I like Dishonored, Skyrim. All those games let me play slow. But in this game, I'm forced to play fast because otherwise you get killed by the enemy if you don't react fast enough. So this is like a super reactive game. So playing these kinds of games, I think, gives you appreciation for every other type of video game out there. Like, just play it. Uh, you don't know what you're going to enjoy. Yep. That being said... Give it a chance. That being said, the top five, really solid. It is. I'm gonna download. I'm gonna see if I can acquire this honor because <laughs> that that really piqued my interest. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's available on Steam, isn't the Steam Winter Sale still on? I I don't know. I'll check in a bit. All right. So yeah, if you, if you guys wanna download these game recommendations, you guys, the viewers, uh, listeners, play these video game recommendations. Uh, let us know how you like it, how you don't like it, uh, and we'll take your comments into account. But you know, screw you. This is our games. <laughs> if you don't like exactly. it, if you don't but, like it, but, make your own top five. Make your own honorable mentions. Make your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> make your own podcast, and they do, and they get more views than us. Then shout out to us, please. Give us a shout out. Yeah, we inspired you. Know, you. <laughs> you know, we inspire you. Yeah, <laughs> but. You know, we appreciate you listeners. Thank you for listening to our first episode. Uh, be back in a couple of weeks for our next episode. We'll probably be pre-recorded again. So don't expect any live news yet. Uh, anything you want to add, Gio? Well, stay safe. Yeah. Wait for the vaccine. Uh, don't get seen back. Rally against the government for... Choosing Sinovac? I don't know. Uh, insert more political messages here. Send us an email. What's our email again? Our email is gc.splitscreen at gmail.com. All right. Uh, it's nice seeing that email. Yeah. Sponsors, you heard the email? Uh, hit us up. All Thank right. you. We'll, we'll be seeing you guys. Thanks, to, thanks for listening and catch you in the next one. Adios. Ta-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-